time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Today is Tuesday, February 21st. Paul, how was your long weekend? And it's good, nice and quiet. Good, the way it should be. Unless you wanted it loud and crazy. <laughs> how was yours? Which is often, <laughs> was often the case in my house. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Monday was a holiday in the U.S., but the precious metals traded globally. Gold traded from 1846 per ounce Sunday evening to a high of 1856 before getting hit after the Asian markets closed. It traded back up to 1856 and was shoved lower once again right after the afternoon London price fix, down to 1851, where it settled in the Globex electronic session. Silver was pumped lower Sunday evening, down to $21.56 per ounce, but during the prime Eastern Hemisphere buying hours, it ran up to $21.90 before settling 2181. The Mining Stock Journal suggested that the trading patterns in gold and silver continue to correlate with the Eastern Hemisphere market trading hours when there's a preponderance of physical metal buying and the price rises versus the Western Hemisphere trading hours when paper derivatives trading takes control of the price. That said, based on the extreme technically oversold condition of the gold and silver and the mining stocks, as well as negative sentiment readings, the probability is skewed heavily towards the likelihood of a big move higher in the sector. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website at westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Tech Resources announced it will reorganize its business into two separate institutions, Tech Metals and Elk Valley Resources. Tech Metals will be growth-oriented with premier low-cost base metals production, a top-tier copper development portfolio, and a disciplined capital returns policy. Elk Valley will be a high-margin Canadian steelmaking coal producer focused on long-term cash generation and providing cash returns to shareholders with significant equity value accretion potential. The separation is structured as a spin-off of Tech's steelmaking coal business by way of a distribution of Elk Valley common shares to Tech shareholders. Tech Metals will retain a substantial interest in steelmaking coal cash flows through a transition period in the form of an 87.5% interest in a gross revenue royalty and preferred shares of Elk Valley. Under the transition capital structure, Tech Metals will receive quarterly payments consisting of royalty payments and preferred share redemption amounts that will, in aggregate, equal 90% of Elk Valley Resources' free cash flow. And for now, Tech Resources trades on the TSX and the NYSE with TECK. 
Heckler Mining is making a play to acquire ATAC resources in Yukon, Canada and obtain the Rackler and Connor projects with a non-binding 14 cents per share offer in a $31 million all-stock deal. Last year, Heckler bought Alexco resources for its nearby Kino Hill operation. Alexco, re- sorry, ATEC recently rebuffed a 12 cents per share all-stock offer from Victoria Gold, which valued the company at $25 million. Heckler will also make a $2 million strategic investment into a new exploration Spinco, which would hold the remaining assets of ATEC, with a right of first refusal to require any or all of the Spinco assets and acquire a number of units to own 19.9% of Spinco stock following completion of the strategic investment. Heckler Mining trades on the New York Stock Exchange under HL, while ATEC Resources trades on the TSXV under ATC and on the OTCQB under ATADF. Arizona Sonoran Copper announced assays from seven drill holes from the Parks Salier infill program, where drill spacing is being reduced to 56 meters, excuse me, 76 meters, to upgrade the inferred mineral resource to an indicated category. The total program consists of 32,000 meters and 46 holes, of which 35 for just under 24,000 meters have been drilled. The program continued to support the tenor of mineralization and has extended the high-grade zones to the north and south. The company has also completed three hydrology holes at Park Salier to collect groundwater data. Highlights included 133.7 meters of 1.17% total copper and 0.008% molybdenum in hole 113. It also included 17.8 meters of 4% copper and 0.021 molybdenum. The company recently closed a bot deal financing and has a cash balance of $31 million U.S. Arizona Sonoran Copper trades on the TSX with ASCU and on the OTCQX with ASCUF. Canadian North Resources reported assays for 40 holes for 10,500 metres from drilling at its polymetallic Ferguson Lake property in Nunavut in Canada. Highlights included 21 metres grading 1.11% copper, 0.71% nickel, 0.1% cobalt, 1.29 grams per tonne palladium, 0.15 grams per tonne platinum and 0.05 grams per tonne rhenium in hole 470. Of the 68 holes drilled in the program, 27 infill holes confirmed the continuity of the known mineralized zone for resource upgrade, and 37 expansion holes extended the main mineralized horizon near surface for up to 1,500 metres along strike outside the resource estimate block model. Ferguson Lake hosts a June 2022 indicated resource of 24.3 million tonnes containing 455 million pounds of copper, 321 million pounds of nickel, 37.5 million pounds of cobalt, a million ounces of palladium and 180,000 ounces of platinum. Canadian North Resources trades on the TSXV under CNRI. Orion Resources shared results from the scout drilling program in the Gaeris area at its wholly owned Risti property in the central Lapland Greenstone Belt in Finland. Results included 2.41 grams per tonne gold over 56.5 metres, which was an extension to a previously announced partial result. Other results included 1.2 grams per tonne gold over 20 metres and 2.27 grams per tonne over 11.3 metres. 
the high-grade mineralization at Vanya along the main shear zone and the discovery of multiple gold mineralized zones along the splays branching from the main shear zone during the recent scout drilling program demonstrates that the Kairis area has high potential to host multiple gold occurrences. Orion Resources trades on the TSXV under AU and on the OTCQX under AIRRF. New Pacific Metals reported assay results from a deep drill hole at its Karangas Silver Gold project in Bolivia. To date, assays from 87, 86 holes from the 115 drilled in 2022 have been released. Hole 96 stepped out 60 meters from hole 44 towards the northeast at the east dome and hit a silver horizon and then polymetallic zone before hitting a gold zone where it intercepted 524 meters of 1.24 grams per ton gold and 8 grams per ton silver. New Pacific Metals trades on the TSX with NUAG and on the NYSE American with NEWP. Finally today, Copper Corp says it commenced a three-hole scout diamond drilling program at the Skyline Project in Tasmania. Drilling will test under outcropping mineralization along the Dora trend, where previous rock sampling returned anomalous assays including up to 6.3% copper, 48 grams per tonne gold, 250 grams per tonne silver, 2.25% cobalt, 5.5% zinc, 2.3% lead and 839 parts per million TREO from individual samples. The drill program is currently co-funded by the Tasmanian government. Copper Corp trades on the TSXB under CPER and on the OTCQB under CPCPF. So as you can see, lots of news out this morning. So we're going to wrap it there. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.